Today we want to talk about giving for the sake of the gospel. And beginning with verse uh, 15, it says, Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Again, in the beginning of the gospel, meaning that this is when the gospel is first being preached and Paul being one of the apostles that's carrying the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. So Paul is carrying the gospel. You read uh, the book of Acts and you see uh, a lot of different places that the apostle Paul goes to preach the gospel. And uh, he has only, at first, he has only one church that is helping financially. We know that Paul was a tent maker uh, by trade, and he made tents to help take care of his uh, living. And so, uh, now he has uh, this church that is helping to support uh, his efforts in carrying the gospel as a missionary to the world. Praise God. So then, he is... uh, writing them, he's thanking them, commending them uh, for being uh, faithful to give. It says here, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving. So, giving and receiving is a spiritual law. Uh, We could look at uh, Luke 6.38, if we have time we'll go over there. But uh, in Luke 6.38, it says, give. This is Jesus talking. Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet or give, it shall be measured to you again. So we see that God has promised a blessing attached to your giving. God not only asks us to give or commands us to give, but he also promises blessing when we do. Praise God, just like he promises blessing when we tithe. He says that when we tithe, we bring 10% of our income to God, and we give it as a tithe and honor God with what belongs to him. He said all the tithe is the Lord's. It's holy unto the Lord. When we do that, he promises that he opens the windows of heaven and pours out blessing that there's not room enough to receive. Well, heaven is a blessed place. I said, heaven is a blessed place. I mean, if he's opening the windows of heaven, that implies something good's going to happen in your life. Blessing is going to come to your life. The goodness of God is going to be revealed in your life, and you're going to experience some financial blessing that comes from God. Hallelujah. So then he says he will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that the devil can't steal what has been given to you or what has You've been blessed with. Uh, The devil can't rob you or steal from you. Thank you, Jesus. So you can claim that blessing. Hallelujah. And if somehow somehow he sneaks in, you can uh, claim a promise that God will restore. Hallelujah. If if you catch a thief, it says he will restore sevenfold. When you catch the devil in his works, restore sevenfold. Come home. Hallelujah. You can stay gone, but the blessing comes home. Hallelujah. So God says, I will restore. So the Lord will restore blessings to your life 
even if uh, there is some kind of loss that occurs. So the blessing of the Lord, he says, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Praise God. So going back to this verse, he says that they uh, were giving and what? Receiving. So then when you give, you shall receive. Give and it shall be given. Now then, in uh, Williams' translation, it says, No church but yours went into partnership with me and opened up a, an account in credits and debits. Credits and debits. I mean, if you put something in the bank, then you can use your debit card. You can make a debit. You can write a check. Well, if something has been deposited, then there's something in return. Right? So then, credits and debits uses that analogy or that illustration. I'll read it from the Amplified Bible. It says, And you Philippians yourselves well know that in the early days of the gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, no church or assembly entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit and credit account in giving and receiving except ye only. Now, two translations, Williams and also Amplified Bible, there are others as well, that use the word partnership. When you consider partnership, you think of uh, someone, uh, let's say two people, make a decision to go into a partnership. That means that two people are bringing something to the table, investment money, uh, many times it's two people bringing a certain amount of money and they put it in together and then we are going to start this partnership business in order to get a return. And they expect a return when they enter into partnership. Well, in a partnership, this, in this kind of partnership, when you partner with this local church, then you're partnering with us as a ministry, as a church, and your partnership is not only with us, but it's with God. God's involved. He's a, he's a, a third party involved in the partnership. Praise God. So you're partnering with God. When you partner with a local church, when you bring money over and above your tithe to give unto uh, the Rise and Build effort, uh, uh, the refurbishing of our f different parts of our facility, the youth and the children and so forth. So when you do this and you're in partnership with the church, you're in partnership with God. Now, you know God doesn't fail. Praise God. I said, you know God doesn't fail. Hallelujah. So God is going to take care of you when you come into partnership with his kingdom purpose, his kingdom business. Uh, remember, we read a scripture earlier in the offering. It said, let them shout for joy and be glad that what? Favor my righteous cause. So God has a righteous cause. And his righteous cause is to reach people. His primary, first priority, righteous cause is found in uh, Mark chapter 16. Go ye into all the world and what? Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. The gospel is good news. The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We don't just preach it on Easter. 
Praise the Lord. We preach it all the time. Praise the Lord. Jesus is raised from the dead. He died for our sins. He was buried and he was raised again on the third day. He is the resurrected Lord and King seated at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus is Lord. Praise God. And we preach the gospel to tell people about Jesus all the time. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So that's his, his predominant, his first priority when it comes to his cause. There's many causes, many purposes, but that's his first cause in the earth. His second cause is found in Matthew chapter 28. What does he say in Matthew 28? He said, go and teach all nations means make disciples, teach them and make disciple of all nations. So our commission as a church is to go into all the world in some fashion. Praise God. In some form, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. So you're making disciples well, then, in order to do that, of course, you got to preach the gospel, get them saved, and then disciple them, teach them the Word of God. So, that being God's primary cause, that being God's first priorities, hallelujah, then we want to be involved in it. So, as a church, when you give to this church, we're reaching people with the gospel, we're reaching out. In different methods, different ways, but we're reaching out through television. We're reaching out through people like yourself, getting people saved. It's happening all the time. Hallelujah. That's a good report. Amen. Well, then we support, we just told you the report, almost $600,000 to missions. Praise God. So then it's... Reaching out, some of those ministries are reaching pretty much the whole world that we support. Well, some of them are just a man and his wife. So it may be a smaller ministry, but it may be a larger ministry. And there's all in between. So praise God, you're reaching. So what are you doing? You are you're giving for the sake of the gospel. You're partnering with this church, which means now that you're partnering with these missions efforts, which means that you're helping Jesus ahead of the church and helping God reach the world. Glory to God. We're going into all the world and preaching the gospel, so you're helping to make that happen. Thank you, Jesus. So that's no light thing with God. God is going to bless you for your obedience. He's going to bless you for your generosity. He's going to bless you for your tithing because 10% of the tithe goes to the world missions. Praise God. Now, not all churches do this. But we do. And we've been committed to for over 40 years. Praise God. So we're going to keep doing it. Keep reaching. Keep preaching. 
Keep sending. Keep helping. Praise God forever. People reach the, gospel, reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 16. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity. So he said, you sent once and again, so you didn't just do it once. Once and again. Now, we don't know exactly how many times they sent offerings, but we do know that they gave more than once. But probably consistently gave for the sake of the gospel. So the Philippian church sent offerings. So that's what we do. We send offerings monthly. And then we give other offerings, extra offerings, praise God, to help the gospel go. Hallelujah. To the world. Thank you, Jesus. And so we have 22 mission, missionaries or missionary ministries that, is go, that are going to the world with a gospel that monthly we're sending money to. Never miss a month. So if I'm giving, I want to give more to a specific ministry, then I, I have to check in with Monica to say, are we going to be able to make sure that we're supporting our monthly missions? And sometimes it's tight, doesn't look like it, but we give anyway, but we're always able to do it. Praise the Lord. The money always comes. Hallelujah. When you give, and when you give generously, God's going to make sure the money comes. Somebody say, the money will come. Praise God forever. Verse 17. Not because I desire gifts, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So Paul's not just asking for an offering. Sometimes, uh, you know, people say, why are you talking about money? Because God does. And he has a lot to say about money in the Scripture. A lot to say about it. And so if he's, I'm responsible as a pastor to tell you about it, to teach you. So he says, not because I desire gift. He's not looking for your gift. He said, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. So he's not just looking for the offering. He desired something to happen for their lives. Desire fruit to abound to your account. And then Amplified says, but I do seek and am eager for the fruit which increases to your credit, the harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. You know God knows how to count. God knows how to count. He he keeps good records. And he's never missed a a time when you gave your tithe. He's never forgot it. He never missed it. He never did not notice it. Every time you give to the church or to a missions effort or, or if you just give to someone, You're just prompted in your heart to give to someone on a personal level. You want to be a blessing to somebody. God takes notice. He sees your giving. He watches your giving. Hallelujah. And then he blesses you. It's accumulating to your account. 
The harvest of blessing is accumulating. So sometimes you don't see the harvest come tomorrow. Sometimes people think, well, I gave yesterday. Well, that doesn't mean it's always going to come tomorrow or the same day. When you plant a seed, do you get the harvest the next day? No. But if you planted the seed, if you gave, and you gave to God, and you gave from your heart, you gave to see God's kingdom purpose fulfilled. If you gave, then that harvest is coming. It's accumulating. Hallelujah. Just like a seed is planted in the ground, it's working. Even when you don't even even see a green plant come out of the dirt, you still know it's working. Something's happening for you on your behalf. Praise God forever. And God is working on your seed, and he's causing it to accumulate to your account. And then he opens the windows of heaven and pours out blessing. Glory to God that there's not room enough to receive it. In other words, it's more than what you need. It's God's blessing. Amen. He didn't want you to just have a checking account that is from week to week. Don't know if this is going to make it. Uh, No, God wants you to get beyond that point if that's where you're at. I said, God wants you to get beyond that point. He wants you to have a savings account. He wants you to have some money there if some occasion arises in your house or in your business or your job. He wants you to have some money set aside so that you're able to uh, take care of that and and have no worries, praise God. Not worry or fret about it. Thank God. Just trust God. But if it's more than what it seems like this time uh, that you have, thank God he will supply. And it's been accumulating. And when you have a need, God will supply. I said it's been accumulating. And when you have a need, God will supply. How many believe God will supply? And, He's done it for you again and again, and he'll do it again. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. I seek, am eager for the fruit which increases to your credit, the harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. So if you've made deposits, you can make withdrawals. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are people in heaven because you gave. Things just wouldn't be the same if you didn't give. (laughs) Things just wouldn't be the same. And we started in a home with five people. And just a little short time, those four, four of them moved. So we were left with Pastor Andy, and by that time we had another couple come in. Praise the Lord. God is good. Church is growing. We lost lost four and gained uh, two more. But people gave. We gave. Pastor Andy gave. We gave according to what we had. The couple that came in, he was in the Air Force, they gave. And we grew. But we didn't just stay in the house. We went to a hotel room. 
Come on. Then we went to another hotel because they said we couldn't stay on the strip but so long, you know. They needed it for conventions. <laughs> so then we moved to another hotel where they had a space and would uh, rent it to us for a while. And then we went, and I could tell you the whole story, but I won't. But I'm just telling you, people gave. That's how people got saved. That's how people's lives were transformed. That's how we were able to build buildings and accommodate more people. Hallelujah. Over and above giving. Year after year. Thank you, Jesus. And we made progress. The kingdom advanced. And year after year, missionaries were supported. And that expanded to more missions efforts. Thank you, Jesus. So God is good. And then Paul's writing in verse 18. But I have all. I abound. That would be a good report from a missionary. I have all. I abound. I'm full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. An odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Wouldn't that be a good report to get from the missionary? I have all, I bound, I'm full, having received of Epaphroditus the things that were sent from you. An odor of a sweet smell. So their offering was like an odor of a sweet smell. A sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Now, how many like to please God? One way you do that is you give. It's a sacrifice. It's acceptable. It's like an odor, a smell. How many, think, how many like things that smell good? How many don't like things that don't smell good? Sometimes you take the trash out, not because it's full, because it doesn't smell good. Right? God, it's like a, a sweet smell that goes up to God, an offering, sacrifice, acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Thank you, Jesus. So God gets happy and pleased, and it says he supplies your need. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It doesn't even say, now God wants us to work and labor, but it doesn't even say that God will supply your need according to your job, according to your weekly paycheck. Now that's one way that he does supply your need. That's obvious. He commands us to work, tells us to work and labor with our hands that we may have to give. To him that has need. So, in this verse, he says he supplies all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So, 
If it's according to his riches, I'm going to read it out of the Wade's translation. It says, and every need of yours, my God, will supply in glory through Christ Jesus as his inexhaustible resources enable him to do. As his inexhaustible resources. God's inexhaustible. For the Lord will bless and he will bless again and again. And he will cause the blessing to arise. And you will see the glory of God and the goodness of God. When you give unto him, his blessing will return. And it will rest upon you. And it will be glorious. And you'll know that it was God's hand upon you. Hallelujah. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. Hallelujah. It is the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God. Every day when you wake up, it's the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God that you have a bed to sleep in. It's the goodness of God that you have a house to live in. It's the goodness of God that you have plenty in your life. It's the goodness in your life. Hallelujah. The goodness of God rolls out from heaven. It rolls out from God. It's a blessing of the Lord. He his blessing makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord, the goodness of God, the blessing of God is coming your way. Know that God is faithful and what he said he'll do, he'll perform and he'll do it for you. God is faithful. He's faithful. He'll do it for anyone. Anyone who will give, anyone who will say yes to God, I want to obey. I want to give to you today. I bless your kingdom and I thank you for the opportunity to do so. The blessing of God is coming back to you. And you'll see the blessing of God come upon you. Hallelujah. As only his inexhaustible resources enables him to do. Something that you could never do on your own. It was the goodness of God that brought you this far. And it's the goodness of God that's going to lead you on. It's the blessing of the Lord that is on your life. And it's the goodness of God. So why don't you give him praise and honor and glory daily? Giving God praise. He is good. And his mercies endure forever. And the blessing financially is a God thing. And it is a good thing. And it comes from God. Hallelujah. He puts his blessing on the work of your hand. He puts his blessing on your mind. He puts his blessing on your body. He puts his blessing on your ability to labor and work with your hands. He puts his blessing on your life he puts his blessing on your relationships he puts his blessing on your home on your family he puts his blessing on partnerships he puts his blessing on what you set your hand to do he said i'll make it to prosper glory to god what you set your hand to he said i'll make it to prosper So ways that God is blessing your life. Hallelujah. It is all God's blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Everything you have, every good thing you've ever experienced, ever, ever, ever experienced, it's the goodness of God. It's the love of God. 
Hallelujah to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And he's even blessed the unjust and the just. And it's, a, it's the mercy of God and the love of God for humanity, for people. He loves people. Hallelujah. When it rains, it rains on the just and the unjust. How many are glad for rain? Because if you don't have it, you don't get water. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for his mercy. <laughs> My God shall supply all your needs. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. How many believe heaven's a blessed place? Glory to God. He paves his streets with gold. So it must be blessed. He must not be opposed to prosperity. <laughs> he makes his gates out of one pearl. Thank you, Jesus. Heaven is a blessed place. So if it's according to his riches and glory, well, you know it's good. Somebody say God's good. Matthew 6. Matthew 6, verse 19. Praise God. Matthew 6, 19. Lay up for yourselves treasures upon Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. That doesn't mean that I, I'm sure God doesn't mind that you have some plans and you save some money. But he said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So your heart and your treasure then are connected. So when you give it to God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It kills covetousness. Praise God. So, God's not opposed to you being blessed. He's just opposed to us being covetous. Thank you, Jesus. Go, go with me to verse 33 in the same chapter. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. So what is this? This is a matter of priority. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, 
Seek first, so it's just prioritizing. Seek first the kingdom of God. Put your treasure first into the kingdom of God. Tithe first. Give your offerings first. If you'll tithe first and give your offering first, the provision will always be there. I said, if you'll tithe first and you'll give your offerings first, your provision will always be there. He said, all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. How many have proven God is, gives one word command, give. And then he tells you what he's going to do. What's going to happen. What's he, what, what he is going to make happen for you. He says, give. And it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. And you know God's not just raining money out of heaven. He says, according to the, his riches and glory, he opens the windows of heaven and pours out blessing. But the way he does it, it supernaturally gets involved in your life. And he causes men to give into your bosom. He causes your business to prosper. He causes your life to prosper. He causes blessing to come to you in ways sometimes that you say, what just happened? What God? God is good. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is my provider. God is my source. God is faithful. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, it shall be measured to you again. So the way you give it is the way it's coming back. Praise God. I said the measure you, measure you give it out is the way it's coming back. The hole you give through is the hole it comes back through. In other words, if you want a greater harvest, you sow a greater seed. But you got to start somewhere. You just start doing it. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and what? Running over. Running over. So God says it's good measure, and it's pressed down. And I've used the illustration of cornflakes, you know, when it's shipped. Uh, it gets shaken together. When you open it and you use it, when you get down close to the bottom, it's all crumbs because it's been pressed down. But God says the way I'm going to give it to you is it's going to be good measure. It's going to be pressed down. I mean, if you had a pressed down box of cornflakes, totally, you probably have maybe a quarter of a box But he says, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, make sure you're getting full. Your life is getting full of blessing. God's filling up every space. Hallelujah. Pressed down, shaken together, and still running over. In other words, God's covering everything, and you still have running over blessing. Hallelujah. He's supplying all your needs. 
Hallelujah. But it's not just your need. There's some running over stuff. Hallelujah. It's more than enough. Glory to God. Glory to God. So God's form of prosperity always is, involves giving. Giving and receiving. God's the biggest giver and God's the first giver. He give, he, it says he gives seed to the soul. He gave you life to live. He gave you breath to breathe. He, he made it possible for you to ever give. So he's the first giver and he's the biggest giver. 